Hi guys, welcome back to my podcast, Figuring Life Out by a Confused and Chris and Lost Christian Wife. Um, uh, it took me a long time to figure out what the the topic for this episode was going to be, our main talking point. Um, this is episode three, guys. I am so glad that I am. I have come back. I think I really, really enjoyed. Though I won't even lie. I procrastinated recording this episode. Like the whole day, I've been pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. But now I was like, honestly, you have to do it because, you know, the topic is great. Um, I decided to do it every seven days. So it's really just, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited to do it really. So today we're going to be, so if I can do a recap, I like doing little recaps of the previous episodes. The first episode was like a backstory about where I am and where I've reached. And then the second episode, which I titled More Lost and More Confused, really just showed that I, I was in a bad space, you know. Um, I was more lost and more confused about who I was. Remember, I'm having identity issues and that's one of the reasons for this podcast to really just talk it out, to really just realize what's going on with me and figure it out, as the podcast is called. Um, so yeah, episode two was a bit tougher. It was a bit tougher because I realized that I am more lost. I realized that I'm more confused. I realized that I, I realized that I'm in sort of a dire state. Not dire, gosh what heavy words <laughs> but i realized you know i'm not where i wanted to be and remember like episode one and two are like three months apart and yet episode one sounded like okay you're all right episode two is like crush and burn crush and burn so anyway um having left that that talk so what this podcast is really really helping me with that i'm realizing is just being open as i said um just being open and talking about my issues to figure it out. It helps me sort my thoughts. Yeah. And um, it helps me realize that that's what I'm feeling. Um, if I'm to just explain that a little bit, I think I have a natural deflection. Deflection in terms of emotion and in terms of of processing things because there's a backstory to that there's a huge backstory to that that i realized but i think it's because of the way i was raised you know tough not particularly so tough that oh my goodness there was no joy in our home no there was a lot of joy a lot of playing but like you know the strict guidelines strict rules but also looking up while growing up and looking up i'm seeing parents i'm seeing siblings there was already clear structures and clear requirements to follow. So I just fell in place. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I think my thinking while growing up was sort of, okay, well, this is where you are. So this is what you're supposed to do. So basically, if you don't like it, I feel like there was no space for me to process whether I liked it or not because at the end of the day, this is, the, this, this is where we are. This is what we are going to do. And that falls perfectly into my topic for the day, which is can we normalize breaking the system? Can we normalize 
moving out of the box and breaking the system you know actually not at first i thought the topic would be death to the system and be so dramatic about it but we can't kill the system i mean that there are people who thrive with the system just because i'm not thriving with the system doesn't mean let's kill the system no so normalize breaking the system as an individual in your life um if i can start from what my understanding of the system is for me as i did my research uh, as i did my research on what the system is i i you know i found out or i realized that in in a nutshell in very very layman's tongue um so there are these rich people extremely rich wealthy people who need their money to continue right um good for them though i'm not hating on that even though i want my money to continue so they need their money to continue and in the process of needing their money to continue they set up these structures whereby a human being um goes to work for their big companies that they've set up but it's okay you know they they keep them at a certain level or range but still the structure works because this person I'm keeping at this certain level or or, or range and the salary has a few benefits here and there we increase it per every 2 years per se you know depending on on the need or the number of children or depending on how we as the money givers see whether our structure will break or fall and yeah you know so here comes man or other human beings who are like honestly that's where the money is what else am i going to do so these people fall in line into the structure they get educated so that they can be hired at these companies or actually no so their parents are hired at these companies and then these companies realize we need a bit more education because we want to go into this we want to expand like this, so now the education system is, you know, transforming in order to feed these companies with people, and the structure goes on and on, which I now like to call the system. The system, which is we are born, um, we are educated, but we are educated um, with sort of a grooming and a direction, you know, so we are educated with this grooming and direction and then we are ex- exited from the education system into the workforce. And the workforce are these companies who need to continue making their money. But now we've become too many for these companies to hire at a rate. We've become too many for these companies to give promotions, to give benefits, to give... You know, these companies are now at this point exploiting us, you know, for the least opportunity ever. Um, and we, w- we are still willing to give our backs for these least opportunities because we are now in a fully set structure, in a fully set system whereby that is it. Those are your options. That's where the money is. You study, you get out of the studying system, you get into this workforce, you work hard, you're promoted, 
Mm, and in this, you're able to, you know, have a family, build a house, afford to take your kids to school, things like that. And that really, for me, is what I feel like is the system. Now, don't get me wrong. The system worked. The system worked for our parents. And I think it was in our grandparents' era or great-grandparents' era when the system was starting to formulate. It worked for them as well. So I'm not a hate of the system because at the end of the day, I lived a good life due to the system. You know, it was favorable for my parents. But the system is not favorable, favorable for me. Why? So this is part of my, remember in the last episode, I, the last episode was crush and burn. I, I had to go back home and sort of do homework. You know, I had to sort of just sectionalize and dig deep into myself to figure out why do I feel so lost? Why do I feel so confused? Why do I feel? And remember I said, I said something like my upbringing was great, but my upbringing was linear. I thought it was one way. Um, so the way this ties into the system is it, the system worked for my parents and I'm not ahead of the system. I'm just realizing that I do not fit the system. So I'm great for the education. Thank you. Um, we need to educate ourselves. I mean, reading, writing, arithmetic, three hours. That's very important. Um, we do, we all know that education is lacking right now. I mean, I never learned financial things and yet here I am being required to save, being required to invest, being required to all of these things that I did. I don't know whether that knowledge is being kept for specific people or I don't know why they're not putting it in our education system though, you know, anyway. Education is great and I'm all for education. I support being educated. Even if we're not being relevantly educate, educated and equipped for our future, I'm still not mad at being educated. But the box whereby these are the sections that I am supposed to go into. So remember that point when I said the companies realized they needed... Um, the companies realized they needed more, like, these are the systems we want to venture into, so we need to educate like this and push for this type of of profession and whatnot. So you get engineers. I imagine in that industrial age, eh, they were gunning for that type of education. So the engineering profession most probably became so prestigious because this is what the big money needed. Um, doctors, you know, we need to stay alive. Um, architects or people who you know bring up structures we you know part of our five basic needs is shelter um you know um farmer has sort of reduced but i'm sure those days it was a big deal i mean they used to lease huge pieces of land to tenants and things like that but farmer has reduced a bit um you know all of these great super professions that I feel like our parents also felt we needed to veer into. Yeah. And I'm really talking general here. I'm not to, I'm I'm talking a bit more general. There are some people who didn't go through this generalized system, but there are those who did. 
So, and it's not even parents alone who are pushing us towards those specific outlets of profession or what. It's, it was just generally the entire society, I guess, the requirement of the society or something like that, you know. So, you get out. First of all, you're this 18-year-old who has just actually, it all starts at 16. You've been doing this myriad of, of subjects. You've been doing over 10 subjects. Then you reach your A-level and they're telling you, oh, please narrow this down to what your to what your possible profession is going to require you to do. So, of course, if you're like, oh, I want to be a doctor, I want to be in the medical field, you know, biology, things like that. I want to be in the science field, uh, physics and what. I want to be in, um, I want to be a lawyer or something like that in the arts field. You'll do a literature or history or economics things i don't know things like that yeah so you make us narrow our decisions but still there's no direct direction then we come out of campus we come out of secondary school a level at 18 and you're telling us okay now choose a profession what are you going to study first of all that's also affected by the amount of money we have Mm -hmm. we or our parents have because not everyone receives government sponsorship. So you end up have choosing something for your life because you have six months to choose it, by the way. Like, if anything, campus starts within nine months. University classes start within nine months after you left your A-level. So can you quickly make up your mind? So you make up your mind go to the university and by the second year in your your university you just want to pluck your hair out you're like what did i just do to myself you sort of followed all the steps like a good obedient individual member of society the one whom they were grooming for the system the structure yeah so you're standing there you listen to your lecture and you're realizing i absolutely cannot believe that this is where i am I've just been watching a YouTube video where the same topic was being talked about. And in the comments, there's this lady who said, I cannot believe it. I wanted to do art, but I was obviously, um, what's the word? When someone doesn't encourage you. Anyway, I was obviously not encouraged. Um... So I, I, I ended up doing a Bachelor of Commerce and I'm seated here in second year and I absolutely hate my life, you know. Now, I also don't blame our parents for sort of trying to gear us, parents, society, world, for sort of trying to gear us into the set structure. Because for starters, the structure has worked for them, mm-hmm. They've been able to take care of their families and educate their children. So if anything, even if they want you to pass through the paths they know worked and can work because they worked for them. Hmm? So when your parent is telling you things like you can't do art, you can't do fashion design, you can't do... How how can you do... I also have a sister, I think, who wanted to do art, but obviously it was not a selling um, profession or career. So, of course, you know, your parent is worried, like, will my child be able to eat food? If they venture into this life 
are they won't be able to eat food so let me advise accordingly so they advise you accordingly and i'm not saying they do it ignorantly they do want me to do their best to advise you according to what they know will work yes but what they know will work after about 10 years is killing you softly it's just it's it's like it's a draining blood your your, your blood is just poop dropping out of your body you're you're being drained of life you know um so i believe we have so many millennials who are at the brink of a mental breakdown i'm lucky i found mine early but that's a story of another day we have so many millennials who are at the brink of a breakdown not because the world is tough the world was tough from the beginning of time but because they are stuck in a structure in a system which is not supporting who they truly are and that's why i say normalize breaking the system normalize breaking the system for yourself as an individual if you really wake up and say this is what i want to do and you're seeing it's most probably not fitting in the system i don't know i don't know whether to advise you to stick to your guns or look for advice or what especially the creative industry right now the creative industry is booming but we don't know how to deal with the creative industry the people who created the structures those days i mean big oil big pharma things like that the people who created the structures don't know what to do with the creative industry even the new the new money right now i don't think knows how to how to organize or pump money or set up structures that can make the creative industry function and yet the world has truly transitioned. There are so many people who the system works for, even us, for us as millennials and more, even Gen Z. Uh, sorry, and less even Gen Z. But the creative, the freedom, the need to be ourselves as individuals um, is really becoming a real thing. And I don't know if parents know this if individuals themselves know this because they are they are like little matching toys on the on the on the operation line on the machine line do you get as an engineer i can't believe i have forgotten the the word the word for the a process being in the process line i can't believe it but we are like little matching toys on the process line just to Dun, 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 following next stage you know and so there are some people who also don't realize that bro this is not where i'm supposed to be like me who in the last episode i said the fact of the matter is the options have been given are one study get out get a job but here i am and i am not cut out for this it is not something that i truly desire or it's something in which i find death and when i say death i i remember that the blood dropping out slowly by slowly i will just be eternally so unhappy but i have no other options i don't know what other options are out there on the table 
because this is the only option that has been availed to me. So I am sort of, I'm glitching, you know, like when a machine fails to understand an alternative command, it glitches. So me as an individual, I'm glitching because I only know one option that has been given to me. But here I am, I don't follow that option. And there are so many other millennials out there who have realized this was most probably not the most ideal option for who I am as a person. And I see Gen Zs. I don't know. There was another gen that was introduced, Gen X. I need to research what a Gen X is because X is before Z. I don't know if, but I know Gen Z. And I see these Gen Zs and, bro, these Gen Zs are really, really... <laughs> They are functioning at levels that we can never function as millennials. Their fear is non-existent. You know, as a millennial, do you know how hard it is to quit your job? To wake up that my husband just today was telling me, I, I honestly don't know why you have not quit your job yet. And I was like, do you know what it means to quit a job? I'm, I'm essentially quitting the system. And remember, I have no other option but the system. <laughs> Do you get? So I, I really, really respect Gen Zs. There's they, a, a mode of operation they have that I, I, for the life of me, I can never have it. I don't know if I can ever have it. They just, they, they spring into action for what they want. This whole creative world is the, for them, they've taken it by the balls and they're like, we're riding this wave. I really do feel like the creative world started with us, millennials, when um, the whole job market was a bit saturated and there was not, there was, the universities were churning out, were churning us out at a rate that the job market couldn't handle us. And remember, we were being groomed for certain specific um jobs job t- types of careers so i mean if the university is churning out a million accountants who's going to hire all of these accountants if the university is now like um, i feel like the engineering age has sort of died if the university is churning out mechanical engineer where am i going to go because now there's no job market for it anyway it's now like you would you do better being like an aeronautical engineer or aerospace, you know. You do better that the relevant engineering, like you know, being a software, something like that. That's what's relevant now. We don't need mechanical as much. Uh we do need it for certain things, but it's it has to be sort of tweaked, if I'm to say. You get so the university is churning out all of these people. We can never have enough doctors, so please, universities, continue churning out doctors. Thank you. If the government can only support the medical industry, I mean, like, continue churning out doctors and nurses. For those ones, we are so glad. You know, the universities are churning out all these lawyers. (coughs) And you know how lawyers are. (coughs) Sorry, something got stuck. And you know how lawyers are, you know, charging exorbitant fees. Not all these law firms can take these lawyers. And yet every lawyer wants to be in the high-paying law firm. So we were still being churned for the original professions. Not original, baseline professions. But we were still, 
I think there was a bit of cre- creativity within us, a transformation. There was a, there was a global transformation within us, you know, um, especially when the internet started happening, things like that. I think we started seeing things a bit more, but still we were in the system and the system grounded us, was still like our guiding, grounding athwire, yeah? So with the Gen Zs, they've, they've taken hold, they've taken it, they've taken it, they really have. Like, they're already seeing that, yo, once I get out of university, I'm not going to have a job. And to make it worse, they've realized, or we realized that um, our employers are basically, at this point in time, most employers are milking us out of our lives and they are actually unappreciative of our efforts. And... It took us millennials a long time to figure that out, but we did. And I think the Gen Zs have noticed that and they're like, we are not going to work for people. We, you, you find a Gen Z who is like, me, I'm not going to have a job. I'm not interested in having a job. Or you find someone who is like 24 and 23 and they're like, okay, guys, so I've quit. Bye. And for them... And you ask them, oh, so what are you going to do? And they're like, nothing. I'm going to just sit at home, you know, take some time off for myself. Um, pardon? <sighs> explain, explain that phenomenon. Because if I quit, I have to quit and go to something, you know? It's, it's like, you can't just quit. And here are these people taking their life by their hands and just saying, you know what? This is not serving me. I am not going to participate in it anymore. Well, here we are millennials stuck in the system. It is still confusing us. Casing point, someone who wants to, to get out of the system but doesn't know what to do. So back to our topic, normalize breaking the system. Guys, if you know that you, you're stuck in the system, and this is not for like, this is for those people who are being drained slowly. Their life is dropping drop by drop they're being drained and they they know it you know i really hate i really don't like those sad stories of i worked for 20 years and i finally found my life at 50 okay guys if you want to go and paint can you go and paint it is now up to us if we are breaking the mold let's break the mold it's now up to us to create to create that creative space and to create its structures we are the millennials we are the next generation that is in in charge and in power we are the ones who are now going to create those structures because the creative industry is still confused if i'm to say it's all over the place you know um, and when I say creative industry, I don't mean artists or what. I, ju- I really just mean someone choosing their passion and their desire. And it's okay for them to make monet- a monetary profit from it. If my desire is to make curtains, first of all, it's to make curtains. It's my desire. I love designing curtains and that's my print and blah 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 can we normalize standing up for ourselves in front of the system and the system can involve your parents the system can involve relatives who will be like you're just going to make curtains what accent was that that was so horrible oh my god how embarrassing 
<laughs> you know, you're just going to make curtains and you're like, yeah, I'm, like this is it. For me, my goal in life is to just make alternative styles of curtains and make it a thing. Own it, you know. And can we please accept the changing world so that we can be the market for that person who wants to create an alternative curtain? You know, open up your mind. Stop. Don't let the system break you to a point whereby I have to have the, the ones that like my parents had where it's this, it's it's one color. No, bro. Someone has brought in curtains with prints and, 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 and labels and different materials and sewing and it's a bit artistic and it looks dope. You don't have to. You can design your room around your curtain. I mean, if your curtain has yellow, green white in it let your room have a few white clouds green trees you know you have a whole design room like i feel like part of breaking the system is us opening up our minds is us not sticking to the mold is us not bending to to the requirements of the system and of the society that this is what i have to be i don't get me wrong i still believe in structure I still believe in order, I believe in morals, and I believe, I do not believe in chaos. I, there is no need for chaos. What I'm saying is, let us be acceptive of someone's passions. If, if don't cave under pressure, because I'm in a room, I'm really going to use room analogies. If you want an ordinary door, if you want the doors that we grew up with, the normal wood, what, what, fine. But someone will come and create a door. You know, I've seen those sliding doors that go across the wall, what? Then there are those doors where someone, I've seen them on Pinterest, someone lifts it, this thing up, then some origami geometric fold happens and the door disappears into, well, where? You know? but it has folded like origami and it's quite cool. Create space for that. You know, if you feel like you want that in your home, have it. And you who has decided that that is your passion to really transform the market of doors in, in our market, transform the market of doors in our market. Don't sit there at your corporate job and your boss has just given you hell for work that he doesn't even know how to do. And you're like, man, I wish I could make doors. Can you make doors? Can you break the mold? Can you break the system? Normalize breaking the system. It's okay to wake up and realize that you followed the system and it's not working. That's what I'm trying to say. I wish I could drop my mic, but it's my phone. So we're not doing that. <laughs> but that's what I'm trying to say. If it's not working for you, it's not working for you. And it's okay. And I think to end this podcast, which has been so long, that's my point. And I need to accept that. Because if I don't accept that, I will not move on from my confusion. I need to unlearn break and de-register de or de-recognize, remove, remove the amount of, 
the weight of validation or attention that the system has inherently and naturally put in me. Because that is one of the reasons that I'm claiming I'm lost. The fact that I am stepping away from the line, stepping out of the line, ooh, it's reminding me of that movie Divergent, you know? The fact that I'm, I'm divergent, it's okay. Charlene, it's okay. There is a world in which divergent people can exist and if not prosper. We are not saying that the people who are, uh, is it Amist or Kanda, the people who are, you know, in these little sections cannot exist with you. I'm not, say, I'm not saying we break that system. That's okay. That system also works fine. But it doesn't mean that me as a divergent, I can't exist alongside the system. I can because the system works for so many people. But even us, we can create our own divergent system, our own divergent lane, you know. So Charlene, de-record, break that hold it has on you, that hold that makes you feel unworthy because you didn't follow the system, because you didn't get out and get the job and have the career progression or the, the thoughts that you thought you were going to be. It's okay it's okay. It's really okay. It's okay to be divergent. It's okay to not want to work at normal nine to five job. It's okay. It happens. It's natural. You're not the first. You're not the last. You already talked about how Gen's are here, not being bothered about quitting any second. You're clearly not the last. And there are people before you, I'm sure, have also come to this realization. They may not be as vocal about it. Actually, that's a whole life. I go to Instagram. I'm sure I can find like enough three people. But I just don't know how to search for them. Instagram is confusing with its algorithms that change every day. But basically what I'm saying is it's okay. Charlene, it's okay. It's okay. If you've decided to be divergent, be divergent. If you decided to break the system, break the system, break the mold. That don't mean I'm going to quit tomorrow. <laughs> it doesn't mean I'm going to quit tomorrow. But I just feel like I just feel like if I accept, I may be less lost and less confused. And that's what I'm trying to do here with this podcast. Be less lost, be less confused. So yeah, let me first breathe in because that has been a bit heavy. My mind telling me it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's really okay, by the way, that you're not fitting the mold. I mean, I think the problem is, uh, no. Oh gosh, I'm going to make this drag on, aren't I? Uh, um, I think the problem is the people who didn't fit the mold were made to look bad. Remember when you're growing up, when you were growing up and is that guy in school who looks like, mm-mm, you get, the guy is just sort of all over the place. The guy is just sort of, how do I describe it? All over the place, really. Like, he's the one who doesn't want to go to class. He's the one who is... He, she is the one who is confused. They are the ones who are not passing in the class. And immediately the teachers cast them out to be these failures. Immediately the teachers are just like, whoa, there go people who are not going to make it in life. So 
even you your fear of not making it in life as per the system's directions which are get a job you know get this whole career prosper look like you got it all together boss chick what so people you know you're looking at them and you're like mm, i don't want to be like that i don't want to not make it and i think that's also part of the fear some of the fears that i'm experiencing I fear that I'm not going to make it if I'm not in the system because there's that also um, input fear in me, that, that fear that was put in me over time. Even by parents, you know, your own parents being worried that if you don't turn out to be what they're trying to create you to be, you're going to embarrass them, you're not going to make it in life, what, 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 what. Ah, you know, you're just, just walking in this thing of Christ. What am I doing? How am I going to fix this? How am I going to make sure this doesn't happen? So I think even me, like sitting here and just being like, sitting here and just being like, it's okay, Charlene, it's okay to break the mold. It's okay to be divergent. There's fear. There's still stigma and fear attached to it from my end, me as an individual. Because I'm looking at myself and I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm going to become that wayward adult who is always broke and always begging for money and has no direction. Oh gosh. Oh no. What if that's me? And I'm here encouraging people to break the mold. What if we all just become wayward adults who are, you know, broke? don't know what we're doing ah anyway 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 Charlene stick to the point stick to your realization and your realization is it's okay to be divergent and just because you're not sticking to the mold does not mean you're going to be a wayward failure it does not at all it does not at all it just means there are other options in life for you and you just have to figure them out. Just because the option, the one option you are aware of is not working out, do not do not fret. I'm sure there are other options in the world. I mean, how did the other people make it, you know? So yeah, how did the other wayward adults make it? So yeah, do not fret, do not worry. Um, reminder, it's okay. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay to be divergent. It's okay to break the mold. It's okay to break out of the system. It's really okay. And it doesn't mean anything negative. It doesn't mean that you're going to be a wayward adult who is flailing around and you're going to be a disappointment. It really doesn't mean that. If anything, it means that you're going to be more of yourself and you're going to leave more of your own personal footprint on this earth because you are who you have been made to be. You are who you have been created to be, not who you have been structured to be or boxed in to be, but who you have been created to be. And that is more of a contribution than the structure will ever be. In terms of you fitting into the structure and you not wanting to f- be in the structure anyway, you know, your contribution to to 
the world or society as yourself it will definitely be more than your false contribution of who you are if you force yourself to fit in the system yeah all right guys thank you so much for coming back to my podcast this was an extremely 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 long episode extremely long i'm going to try and trim it but i feel like i've said so many things that make sense to me Ah, i don't know how to do it but um i really hope i love the topic of this episode and um you know breaking this breaking the system i think i need to do more work um i need to do more work you know i need to put in the work um this first step of 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 acceptance you know that i that i'm most probably not cut out for what i have been prepared to be has been a really really great step i'm so glad and i, I, um, I feel much free much freer to say that i want to quit with this step that i've just taken of acceptance you know um, I'm, I have to put in the work. I'm going to try and put in the work so that by the next episode, I come up with an update and let you know what type of work I'm putting in. And yeah, thank you so much for coming back to my podcast, Fingering Life Out by a Confused and Lost Christian Wife. We stay the lost and confused millennials. Stay on this spot. Don't you dare miss the next episode. It's going to be epic. I'm going to complain. I'm going to uncomplain. I'm going to most probably learn something new. But basically, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to figure life out. Thank you. Bye.